Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlick and McLean podcast presented by Ingles, the official supermarket Ooh. of Gramlick and McLean. Man, we were, at least me, Mac, I was struggling to get out of the gate today as we were getting, <laughs> as my phone just slammed on the ground. As we were getting ready for this episode, I was saying things wrong. I was trying to fix my hair, but we're here. It's a hump day. That's right. And That's it's the right. day after Halloween. Mac, happy November. They remember November. Let's go. They do remember November. Um, I just have to check. Did you get your fill of Twizzlers, your favorite Halloween candy? Um, I don't appreciate the the sass with which you said that to me, sir. But yes, I did. Twizzlers um, were popping this year at Halloween. I also, I bought a big thing of Starburst. Okay, this this is what happened. This is what happened. I went to Ingalls to stock up on Halloween candy. But the issue was, and this is a real issue that I think most people can relate to. When you buy your Halloween candy too early, you end up eating it all. It's been a problem. I yeah. bought a bunch for last weekend when we had friends in town. And I got to the point on Monday of this week where I had to hide the bowl from myself. From yourself? What, how do you do that? You close your eyes and chuck it? Basically, where it goes. <laughs> I had to get it out of the kitchen where I was walking by it all the time. I had yes. to put it in a different location. And I had to put it down low right. where I'm like, it's going to hurt my back to reach do I down really, there. Do I really want yeah. to get down to get It's going to hurt my I back. Understand. So let's just not do it. Well, see, if I do that now, Amelia will crawl That's true. You have that problem. It and get into it. So I don't know what we do. Uh, it, it's brutal. And I will. I, I do want to add this to the Twizzlers um, snarky comment. I apologize, but it's true. Um, I was on the Twitter sphere, the X sphere mm-hmm. earlier. Um, yesterday, I believe it was, and some people were ranking their top Halloween sure, sure. candies, like as as if they were playoff uh, contenders, college football playoff. One, two, three, four. Who's in? Who's not? I saw more Twizzlers than I'm comfortable with. This is unbelievable. This is like a this is a thing. We need to talk. The whole world needs to sit down and talk about Matt, this because this is bizarre. When's the last time you had some Twizzlers? Listen, I like Twizzlers, but only at a very specific niche place and do you know where that is the movie theater the movie theater that's it that's the only time twizzlers are appropriate well that means you need to go see the heiress tour but have you ever <laughs> purchased the big bag of twizzlers generally at the grocery store at ingles where it's like a cherry flavor do they sell that thicker? at the movie theater no they do not sell this at the movie theater thick. you like the thick they're really twizzlers. good you sh- you need to go get those <laughs> those are a difference maker. all right uh, sure. We'll see. Um, you know what it's about. It's all about the Reese's. Any holiday, copy, paste, different shapes, and you're good. You're good I, to go. I, this year, I purchased the Reese's bats. They were shaped like little bats. They're good. And it was the greatest candy you've oh, ever had. Oh, they're so good. I know. Wait, before we get to Antoine Powell Ryland and talk a little Virginia Tech Louisville, what was Amelia for Halloween? Oh, she was the cutest little lamb. Oh. She did not like it. She did not <laughs> like the outfit. We have this like hat uh, piece with like the ears or whatever, and she just like instantly grabs it and tries to rip it off of her sure. head. Um, but she was she was adorable. She was well, adorable. anything that Amelia. You guys did the. I already too. saw it actually. I saw the, uh, the the family zoo trip. <laughs> yes, we went to Boo in the Zoo. We also went trick or treating. So there will be pictures up. But uh, we're the three bears, and I convinced my <laughs> husband to wear an adult bear onesie, um, which he's thrilled about. And Jacob was a little bear cub. So, yeah. I think I am waiting, uh, I guess next year, you know, because it it only comes around every 12 months. Uh, When Amelia's like walking, then I'll do the family costume. You know, I think that was kind of weird. It's harder now. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. And know you know, for, probably not too many costumes fit in your boy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little large. Uh, I know at least one year when he's walking, he will be Jake from State Farm. We will get that going. <laughs> little baby khakis. Next year, actually, it should just be his thing. It's just every year. That's what he's it Jake be. from he State be. Farm. I just got to yes. buy one costume. I guess I got to get bigger sizes. Different you know, sizes. Huge. It's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> I'll get on that. All right, Mac. Well, we need to talk a little Hokies, a little Virginia Tech. Antoine Powell Ryland, who is an absolute baller, who is leading the ACC in sacks, tackles for loss, fumbles forced. We talk with him, and then let's preview a little Virginia Tech Louisville. Let's get to a message from Ingalls, and then we'll get into it. At Ingalls, we know your closest companions are the ones who are always there for you. The ones you trust to have your back, no matter what who make the hard times a little softer, and the good ones, somehow, a little better. That's what family is all about, whether they walk on two legs or four. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. APR, man, welcome to the podcast. We got another hokey. We had your guy, uh, Kyron Jones jo- joined us a couple of weeks ago, and man, Virginia Tech is on fire right now. This has been so much fun to watch. Uh, just what have you seen? Just kind of start big picture uh, from not only you know the defense, but just the team these last couple of weeks, really putting together a nice stretch. Uh, we definitely have uh, have been focusing a lot more on uh, our jobs. So like for us to go out there and put put it all on display out there on TV uh, is great for us. Uh, I feel like. Uh, the things that we have been doing, we, we could have definitely been doing earlier. But now that we're doing it, it's, that's great. Antoine, I saw um, – I know you're a transfer from Florida, and I saw on your Instagram before the season even started, you were talking about just how excited you were to be able to run out to Inner Sandman and experience that. So you grew up in Virginia. Did you grow up a Hokie fan? I know you went to Florida, came back. But tell me more about that decision and, and why being a Hokie means so much to you. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I grew up a Hokie fan, like because I didn't really have a team in college. But I, of course, I've looked, I looked into like Virginia Tech, and we always, you know, Michael Vick. You, you got you, you never stop hearing about Michael Vick. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, of course, I watched them watched them play a lot. So it's it's actually great. Uh, I never would have thought that, I, like watching those games now, looking looking where I'm at now, I would have never thought I'd be here. Uh, it's definitely a great feeling. Being able to be in the shoes that I was looking at the other guys when I was little, yeah, it, it's definitely a dream come true. Mac has told me he got the chance to run out to entertainment, I think, with Eddie Royal a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, and of course, Mac's washed up. Look, he's old. He's not playing anymore. So it's kind of funny. Hey, I hobbled out. I don't know if I ran out. I, I yogged out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But explain to us normal people here, Antoine, what is it like to run out to enter Sandman when the Hokie fans are losing their minds. So we when when it start, we're already walking to the tunnel. So like once once the beat play, it's like oh man, here you go. <laughs> so like when we walk down the tunnel, you know it's it's a lot of they they stumping and stuff. So like we we hear every all the loud noises, they, they screaming, yelling. You know it's like it once you once you hear it, once it starts, it's like it just puts you in that mode like. It's about it's about it's go time, like it's time to get going. So yeah, once it's time to run out there, you see all the fans. You know they all over the place. 
then you got the uh, the band and stuff like that ready to double us up as we run it uh, to get on the field to take the field. So it's it is everything you want it to be. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. I love that. And it's such a, a just it's a crazy environment and, and how loud. I mean, and when they cut the music and everybody's singing, uh, it, it's sick, man. It, it's one of the best, if not the best entrances in the entire country. And I know that's a real treat. And just the support that you guys get from them has been unbelievable. Now that you're winning, uh, it, it's even more fun for everybody involved. I know that. Well, I was talking to your your, your buddy, your rush mate. Uh, you guys met party in the backfield for a safety, which was amazing. Cole Nelson the other day. And uh, we, we were just asking about the, the team and, and what it feels like and, and who's kind of a leader and all these different things. And he said you were a guy that, you know, you'll talk a little bit. You'll, you'll get going. Is that a part of your game? You know, do, do you like having conversations with offensive players out on that field? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, especially when, like, <laughs> when, it's, when it's going good for us, uh, you know, like, it's, it's a competitive game, man. So if, if, if you see, you know, if you feel like, you know, something something's – a little fishy over there, you know. You get to you get to pop them. You get to, you get to let them know how how, they, how you feel about them and stuff. You know, it's 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 a part of the game, though, man. That's that's what make it fun for us yeah. too, being on the field, being able to compete with other guys. Do you do you do any research? Like, are you coming in this thing with ammo, or are you just a reaction type of guy? Like, I'm just whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I'm going straight reaction. I'm going. Uh, I, I don't really, I don't, I don't really look too much stuff up, like. When, when it's time to go out there, I, I got enough ammo for you. Yeah, I think that would be a lot to have in your brain. You're already thinking about, you know, your calls, what you need to be looking for. And then you also know the name of this guy's dog like that. That just seems like a lot, right? That seems like yeah. a lot. <laughs> you got to focus uh, on ball. Um, yeah, well, okay. So let's look at this season as a whole here because you guys have bounced back in such a big way. You're in the discussion to get to Charlotte. You are, you know, have turned the season around tremendously. But of course, we know Virginia Tech started one and two. You had the Old Dominion game and then the Purdue loss, Rutgers loss. How were y'all able to stay together? How was this locker room able to stay together and, and turn the season around? Oh, really? Uh, Coach, Coach Park preached on ignoring the noise. Like, it, it was, and then we already knew it was early in the season. Uh, you know, losses happen. You just take them to the chin to keep on. Uh, that's really how we felt about it. Like every loss that we had, like we just we just tried to learn from it. Like whatever whatever it was, whatever it was that we did wrong, whether if it was a play messed up or if it was just us not doing what we were supposed to do, mm-hmm. the heart. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that it shows. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any question it shows. And and a big reason, uh, you know, for this turnaround and for this team being so exciting right now is that defense, and especially that defensive line. I'm wearing a shirt that says Blacksburg. We're changing it back to Saxburg. That's where we are right now, and you guys are having a party, man, uh, in the backfield. What What is the mindset of this defensive line, of this defense? Because you guys, I mean, you get after the quarterback, lead the ACC in sacks. You personally have had an unbelievable year. So just mindset-wise, what, what is it from the defense? Mindset, with the defense, we, like, it don't matter who we play, we feel like – we can dominate anybody. But what we did out there for Syracuse, I, I feel like we can do that every game if we put our minds to it. Like, and, and it don't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say that to anybody. Yeah. Uh, that, and especially with that defense, I, I feel like we, we don't care. Like Whoever's in front of us, we want to dominate them. Yeah, I love that, man. Especially just l- looking at you individually and, you know, four sacks against Wake Forest, two sacks against Syracuse. W- when you're in that type of 
mindset, that 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 you know, just flow of the game. What what is that like? Is it like playing a video game? I mean, walk me through that. It's it's like once you get going, you don't know how to stop. <laughs> it's it's like it, it feels so good. You you don't want to stop. Like you just keep you just keep going full speed. Like it, it's really just me playing hard as, as I can every play. Uh, being being able to 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 lock in every every play for six seconds at a time. That, that's really what it is. When you were choosing Virginia Tech and maybe this off season, this summer when you were training and working and, you know, getting ready for the season, if I had told you, you are going to lead the ACC, and this is late in the season, by the way, lead the ACC in sacks, tackles for loss, fumbles forced, be fifth nationally in sacks, what would be your reaction? I mean, I, I see it coming in either way. Uh, I wouldn't have no, no crazy reaction. I mean, that was the plan either way. Uh, coming in, I, I knew what I could do. Even even when I, it's not people rooting for me, like I don't really care. I know I know who is rooting for me, mm-hmm. so that's really the main the main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I mean, I, I plan on I plan on leading it, leading the nation by the end of the season. Come so, on, that, yeah, that, that that's just that. The, that reaction probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't do much, but turn me up even more. <laughs> I like it. Just yeah, what of it? That's that's what I expected, right? Um, well, looking forward to with this Virginia Tech team, as Max said, the defense has been the stalwart, if you will. What's it like to play for such a defensive-minded head coach in Coach Pry? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's lovely, especially for my position. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he loved pass rushes. You know, they, with, with a defense, you need a good pass rusher. So for him to be able to put us, uh, put us in, a great, in a good position, that, that's great. Because uh, he's a defensive-minded coach. He knows what he's looking at. He knows what he's looking for with the defense. So... You, you gotta listen to him. I mean, he he, he got he got he has a history of winning, so it, it don't get no better than that. Yeah, and, and I mean, you see what he was able to do with Micah Parsons. I mean, that's got to be exciting yeah. for you uh, to to try to follow in those footsteps and, and rely on that. Have you had have you had any conversations with Micah? Have you trained with him or seen him at all because of that relationship? No, not really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I look at Micah anyway. Sure, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's, he, I, I watch everything he does. Either way, I mean, he's arguably one of the best players. On defense, so yeah, I mean, it not we haven't really talked much or at all for real, but like you know, it's, I, I still watch him. Yeah, stuff. no doubt. We'll tell Coach Pry to make that happen. All right, tell yeah, him to get yeah. it going uh, and train with one of those bad boys there. Uh, how about in, in practice, man? I'm fascinated to hear this, just because uh, being a defensive minded guy, if, if in practice, let's say the offense has a good day. Uh, you know, and they're moving the ball, they're scoring <laughs> after practice. When y'all have that little post-practice meeting, is he just pissed and like this was this was a horrible day? You guys stick like talking to everybody, and the offense is like, "Well, we were doing good." <laughs> yeah, he de- it's definitely uh, times like that where uh, we we even felt like, man, we, we can't let that happen. Right. Anymore, man. <laughs> we did like that's crazy. So coming coming into after practice, you know, of course he, he he's gonna be a little furious, but. Let's believe next practice. We got to go get it. That's right. <laughs> that that's so funny to me about football is you know one side of the the field can be doing really well and then yeah. the other side isn't and then one KG, you know, they gets, want it balanced. Those coaches want yeah. it. Yeah. 50, oh, I'm sure 50. they do. <laughs> yep, I know, and I know Coach Pry is always thinking defense first. I'm that's sure. Right. Well, let's look ahead to this big game this weekend. You guys have against Louisville at Louisville. By the way, Louisville's 15th in the country. And this is a massive game for ACC standings, for Charlotte, for all these types of things, but also just a ranked team on the road. You guys have been so good at home, and we know why. You see that atmosphere, obviously. 
What is it going to take for you to take some of what you've done in Lane Stadium and take it to Louisville? I feel like we got to bring our own juice. Uh, uh, I think if we, I think if we do that and and we like ignore the noise within the stadium and just play how we how we how we supposed to play, I, I feel like we can definitely come out and win. Yeah. What what's kind of a key when you go against a great offense? Now it's Monday for the people watching, mm-hmm. uh, so it's not like we we've been able to dive into a ton of film quite yet on these guys in regards to game plan. But they're explosive. They've got really explosive players uh, and and very balanced. When you go against teams like that. Uh, and, and the things that they can present, Antoine, what is a key for you as a defender to try to slow something down? What do you look for in those games? Uh, really just to really just to hone in on our jobs. Like uh, it, with us, for, for as a defense standpoint, I feel like if everyone does, does their job, there's no reason why y'all should be giving up whatever it is, yeah. uh, especially if, if it's a game plan that we like and, and that we – that we, that we plan on going into the game with, that whatever it is, I, I feel like if, we, if everyone does their job, we shall bring Well, we know, speaking of doing their job, I mean, Jawar Jordan has just been electric for Louisville. He seems like number one on on the scout, if I'm talking in, in basketball terms <laughs> here. Number one of you're looking at him, and, and he's going to be the guy that can beat you. So what have you seen from Jawar Jordan and how you guys are, are going to try to slow him down? The running back, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, he he's definitely a good running back. Uh, I mean, really, just game tackle. Uh, everyone to the ball, all mm-hmm. hands to the ball. Make want to make them feel like it's twelve people on the field. By the way, everybody's going all around the field. With, uh, basically, just game tackle. Uh, I feel like if everybody rushes to the ball and instead of just watching the play, uh, we should definitely be able to. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That defense is is swarming right now, and it's fun to watch. Last one, we'll get you out of here, man. I actually want to flip to the other side of the ball, uh, and I mentioned Kyron Drones and just the growth that I've seen from him from from our point of view uh, and on the field and and his comfortability, his swag. I mean, the way way he was running that ball against Syracuse, the way he was throwing it, uh, obviously you have a much more in-depth uh, personal vantage point of his growth and this process. What have you seen from your quarterback to, to get you guys where you are today? I, I've definitely seen him get better every week. Like, and and I, I've never really seen that from a person, but, mm. like, if I'm actually just looking at him. But, like, literally every week I've seen him do some stuff that he have, that he hasn't done yet. You know, sometimes even in the games, like, when he make a good throw, I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, I, <laughs> That's amazing, man. Well, it's crazy what you guys are doing. It's so much fun. Uh, our guy, Eddie Royal, on the set has been just jubilated and excited to see it. And we are too, man. A massive game this weekend. So good luck and uh, excited to see what you guys do the rest of the way. Thank you. Thank you for having me too. Thanks again to APR for joining us. What a monster. And this is another example of Virginia Tech. I mean, the two Hokies that we've had on this year, Mac, are both from the transfer portal, from other Power 5 schools that maybe weren't getting the time, weren't being used the way they wanted at those different schools. Brent Pry goes out and gets them, and they're thriving at Virginia Tech with Kyron Drones and now APR. Mac, he has been a monster, and they're going to need him to continue to be a monster in this game at Louisville on Saturday. No, there's no question about it, especially you know, when you have an offense as, as, as explosive mm-hmm. as Louisville's and going to want to take shots, can't give them time. you got to get back there and, and really force the issue. I, I am fascinated to see how 
Virginia Tech is going to attack these guys because, again, very balanced offensively. Um, and, and are they going to try to force the issue, take away the run, force them to pass? Then, of course, you can get your pass rushers involved. But APR, super impressive. I mean, I love talking to that dude and you know, just kind of hearing his mindset and how he approaches the game and um, really just the confidence. I mean, you asked a great question about – you know, would you expect this? And he was like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really react to it because this is what I do. And, uh, you know, I think that was really cool to see. Obviously, he has been an unbelievable uh, just piece for this Hokie mm-hmm. defense. And I remember early uh, when we were there for week one, KG, I saw this guy, and I'm like, who the heck is this? Like, this mm-hmm. is a really good-looking pass rusher. Um, and then, you know, kind of did his thing and, and really just exploded, uh, you know, for a couple of sacks that game. And I'm just like, okay. Watch out for this cat. Then disappeared a little bit, like still made plays. Uh, but these last two weeks, he's been yeah. on a mission and has absolutely taken it to another level. So excited to see him to continue to grow in this defense and, and just continue to be a leader and talk that talk when he's out on the field. Um, but there's no question that the Hokies need to be ready because this is going to be a massive matchup. Louisville, a different team at home, the way that they play and in the level at which they play. Uh, so they've got to be ready for that. For sure. And, Mac, before we get a little more into this game, I think – what you're seeing from drones and from APR is going to be huge for Virginia Tech as they continue to try to use the portal. I know they want to recruit homegrown talent. They want to get into that, you know, Virginia area, the wherever, Hampton area, Newport News, whatever. But this is massive. And this is what FSU kind of did, where they went and got a Jermaine Johnson, a guy who wasn't playing much at Georgia. And now, you know, he's a first round pick. Can Virginia Tech do this? I think this is a great example they can use on the recruiting trail to get more guys in the portal. What they've done with drones, what they've done with APR and some other pieces, this is going to be really good. And I liked, you could tell how much he liked playing for a defensive-minded head coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So if they can continue to bring in some of these werewolves defensively, that's where I think Virginia Tech's identity is going to continue to really build. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. And then it's just... You know, you, you kind of have that resume of see what happens when you come here, see what we're going to do, see what this defense allows you to do, um, you know, just the aggressive nature of it. And, and really, you know, defensive coordinator coach uh, you know, Marv there is really coming into his own as well. I mean, this is his first year mm-hmm. calling the plays, and, and coach, you know, kind of kind of took his hands off of it and said, you know, go to work. Let's see what you got. And uh, I think that he's really coming into his own, um, but particularly the offense. I mean, and, and Kyron Drones – I mean, that guy, the, the growth that we have seen from him, uh, you know, once he fully became the starter to where he is now, the confidence that he has, KG, I mean, the, the that I think that was peak of where they've been so far, obviously, uh, against Syracuse there. So how do you take next steps, uh, score touchdowns in the red zone, can't be kicking a bunch of field goals, especially to beat this Louisville team? Uh, and their defense is salty and nasty too. They're, they're going to mm-hmm. try to get after you. They're coming off a shutout against Duke. Louisville has a lot more to lose in this game. I think that could be a factor. Uh, it's a 3:30 on ACC Network. Louisville seven and one, trying to play for you know if FSU makes the playoff, could Louisville? Louisville's right now in that spot to get in the Orange Bowl, which would be huge for them and for that program. I think the big key here, Mac, and I don't tell me why you wouldn't do this. Right, stack the box. Try to do everything you possibly can to take away Jawar Jordan, who I think is the most valuable player. I'm not sure if he's the player of the year because Jordan Travis is going to have something to say, but he is the most valuable player to his team in the ACC mm-hmm. and force Louisville to mm-hmm. throw it. I know Jamari Thrash is a weapon and Plummer has shown he can do it, but also he throws some picks. So Plummer is yeah. a little turnover prone at times. Is it? I know it's not that easy, 
But why right. wouldn't you, if you're a defense, say, I am going to do everything I can to take away the run? Um, sometimes that can eclipse into a quick death very quickly, you know, when yeah, they're throwing it all over the yard. What's the alternative? Let Jawar Jordan go rush for 150 like he always does? I, I just, I think you have to mix it up. I do agree. Okay. Like a team like Duke, um, you know, who right now is is playing with a hand behind their back, everything you just said, yes, dare them. Dare them to throw the football. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, a team like Clemson, you know, dare them to throw the football. Louisville has proven it that they can. So you you have to be... I think there's times where you do that, um, okay. where you try to attack and, and you load up the box. Um, but like situationally, it, it yeah, it, it can't be all – you can't just sell out to it because uh, they will – I mean, they'll kill you on the outside. And if one-on-one you miss – Yeah, no, no, no. You you got you to gotta mix it up there. And they will. I mean, they they have a great defense. And um, at the end of the day, I think the, the key is do not let Louisville just get out quick in a hurry like they did mm. against Duke. 14 points in a blink of an eye right. really felt like their offense could do whatever they want. So I, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's going to be a great chess match because you're going against a guy in Jeff Brom who is an absolute scientist with the things that he does and, and the you know kind of formula that he has for this team and their balanced approach. So I can't wait. I mean, this is a massive game, uh, elimination game. We'll go into more depth, I know, on Friday, but – Loser, this game's out, and winner keeps going and, and looks really good and is playing in, in Charlotte against the Knowles probably. I'm saying make someone else beat me. Make someone else beat me. <laughs> and I do worry for Virginia Tech against a star running back. They gave up 200 yards to Trey Vincent down in Tallahassee. But here, here, last question for you, Mac. The spread here is 9.5. Louisville's favored by 9.5. I'm leaning Virginia Tech to cover, but I keep betting Ooh. against Louisville, and that's my problem. <laughs> Jawar Jordan has 824 yards so far this year. Does he reach 1,000 in this game? Hmm. What's that quick math? Like one. You need one seventy six. No, his okay. career high is one sixty three. I don't think he does that back to back. Okay. Um. And I think similar to what you said, I'm not saying they're doing all of that, but I do think stopping the run is going to be key because exactly what Got you it. said in that FSU game, you have to attack that guy. You have to be ready and willing and not miss tackles. Listen, Jawar Jordan isn't the biggest guy in the world, but he might be the fastest. He might be the fastest. So you got to gang tackle. You got to wrap up, try to get that guy on the ground. Um, it, it is going to be interesting to see that style of play because they can be physical on the outside and try to throw off timing. And then you get your great defensive you know, lineman back there in, in the backfield. So I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're ready. And I know Louisville fans are ready because their men's basketball team is still very much struggling. Um, their women's team, of course, is still great and has made five straight elite eights. So I know they'll, they'll be supporting them, but probably want to think about football this weekend. And so I think Louisville fans will show up, Mac. Get locked in. I hope so. I hope so. Crazy. Uh, this game's not a night game. We're not there. Unbelievable. Whatever. Hey, do what you got to do. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Great episode. APR, the GOAT, man. It's been fun to watch him continue to develop and grow. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We also appreciate our friends over at Ingles for making yep. all this possible. Couldn't do it without them, but we need your help, guys. You're watching. Hopefully, you're watching. If you're not, get over to YouTube. Subscribe. Jump in the comments. Some of y'all left some funny comments on the scheduled release yes. show. Of Welcome course, the to Monday. the Cal fan. That That's commented. right, Cal. Woo! We got a Cal fan in. We, we need to keep going west. Go west, young man. Uh, but we appreciate you guys over there. And, of course, the OGs on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, but until next time, we'll see y'all.